Welcome to another edition of the Nightly Nuge. And Ted, I'm uh, kind of excited to hear your take on what we're going to talk about tonight because, you know, I know you were very close to your father like I was. Um, they were both part of what people call the greatest generation, you know, those that survived, fought in uh, World War II and Korea and that time frame. Uh, you know, and I, I think a lot about uh, what that generation went through from depression to, you know, just growing up, working hard, obviously playing hard. Uh, but those young folks that hit the beach in Normandy and, and, and what they saw and did all in the name of freedom, those folks that raised the flag at Iwo Jima, that famous photo of the Marines planting the flag. And then I fast forward to 2022 and we have flags getting burnt in the streets, our athletes and politicians taking a knee when the national anthem is played. And my heart really breaks for my father, who's buried in the uh, um, Leavenworth National Cemetery and uh, up in Fort Leavenworth and all those others in that generation. And I just can only imagine um, what they would think and, and would they be willing to do it again? I suspect they would, but boy, did sure break their heart. What's your take, Ted? Well, I'm very, very lucky, blessed beyond words, Keith, that, that I am surrounded by heroes of the military literally every day of my life. I speak with Marcus Luttrell and uh, Mark Geist, the great Benghazi hero, and Tonto from Benghazi, and uh, certainly Joey Jones, and uh, all the heroes from uh, the Gulf War and the the different uh, battles that we fought, most have unfortunately been illegitimate. But World War II, and the reason they're called the greatest generation is because good over evil was so definitively and unambiguously defined, where the evil Japanese empire wanted to take over the world because uh, they had a smaller island and they needed a lot of natural resources. And then, of course, the Hitler Nazi devils, they were pure evil. So the Japs were clearly pure evil and the Nazis were pure evil. And when they bombed Pearl Harbor, we rolled up our sleeves and we went, yeah, well, here we come. You you prodded the, the, the wrong pissed off grizzly bear. And so those GIs went forward knowing that the quality of life in America eclipsed anything in the history of man that no Japanese citizen, no German citizen, no South American citizen, no African citizen ever enjoyed such an incredible quality of life because your effort and your dedication and risk-taking, the man in the arena, would determine your compensation. It's called capitalism in its purest form. Those that get up early try the hardest, try the most adventurous creativity, and are willing to sacrifice and sweep the floor of their deli before they ever take a paycheck to provide the best product known to man, you would be compensated accordingly. So they went over to crush pure evil and they did so and we sacrificed a lot of heroes. I've spent time with survivors of the Bataan Death March and again a lot of people in America don't even know what the Bataan Death March is. Shame on them. Shame on them denying the pure demonacy, the Luciferian cruelty of the Japanese armies as put forth by their devil emperor god and how they would stab the GIs, marching them back and forth, just like the U.S. government did to the Native Americans in the Trail of Tears. So my point is I'm identifying atrocities perpetrated by mankind and that hero of the Bataan Death March 
He didn't want to talk about it. And that was another indicator of the greatest generation. They witnessed such heartbreak, such evil, that they just wanted to shake it off and go to work and provide for their family to be in the asset column of the American dream. And they did so with aplomb, with incredible dedication and ferocity. That's the infrastructure that we all celebrate every day, which is why the modern generation is such spoiled brats, because they didn't build nothing. They didn't sacrifice nothing. They're incapable of suffering without squawking and complaining and blaming somebody else. They'll tell you they can't make ends meet, but they'll buy tattoos and body piercings and dope and meth and a Starbucks Vente. But they can't make ends meet. They're a bunch of spoiled brats. And these GIs from World War II, they don't even want to talk about it because they dragged their brothers off the battlefield in body bags for this? For the government to pull off the same violations as King George in 2020? To hate a man like Donald Trump that secured the borders? To hate a man like Donald Trump who created this lowest unemployment, energy independence, an entrepreneurial arena environment for, for upgrade and progress? Because the people that hated Donald Trump helped bring in this Joe Biden, and which is why gas prices are at an all-time high, unemployment's at an all-time high, death by imported fentanyl across our open borders at an all-time high. We're spending trillions of our tax dollars for our enemies. So I could go on, but these heroes of the military, they get teary-eyed. They charged forth up that San Juan Hill and up Iwo Jima and Normandy and Omaha beaches for the iron in the words of the Constitution that they took an oath to. And now we have a commander-in-chief and an almost 90% of our government that violates that sacred constitutional oath daily. These heroes of the military are so pissed off it's, it's a tragedy we've allowed it. And you know what? I'm going to tell my friends out there right now. It wasn't Barack Obama. It wasn't George Bush and Bill Clinton. It wasn't Joe Biden. It was us. We had our NFL tickets and our six-pack. I don't vote. I'm going to pretend I'm in Cuba and I'm not allowed to vote, but I'll just wallow in the quality of life that I get from the constitutional oath that my elected employees live by and now they've they've violated that oath and here we are nice going sleepy apathetic spineless america you ushered in the worst time in the history of the united states of america fill your gas tank what's that look like bury your dead kids from the fentanyl through our open borders how's that feel giving trillions of dollars of weaponry to the taliban and the mexican drug gangs fast and furious eric holder and barack obama you've got to be kidding me they didn't die for this in america we better fix it. We owe it to those body bags and those flag draped coffins to get that constitutional iron back into policymaking in the United States of America. And I fight every day of my life in between tree stand and in time with my family and friends and my band 
but we've got to get active. We've got to participate in this sacred experiment in self-government because if you don't vote, Nancy Pelosi laughs in your face. Wow. Powerful, Ted. Thanks for those uh, impressive, incredible words. And if you guys come back tomorrow night, I'm going to guess Mr. Nugent is going to find a guitar and we'll talk a little music with Uncle Ted. Come back again tomorrow night for some more The Nightly Nuge. The 10 digits of doom never rest, especially the two middle ones. (laughs) 